What? New pens and chapstick and other things, huh? You like to draw? What do you not like to do? Huh? You don't know? What'd you get? Oh, you got up late? Yeah. Or did you get up early and break ice and then leave? Okay. Oh, that's a gift, right? For some of us, that's a great gift. Well, I kind of ran a little slow, and I was going to bring a can of sauerkraut, but I didn't get her done. Anybody know what this is? Cooking spray. Now, what if this is all you got for Christmas? Huh? Or a can of sauerkraut. Do we really know? I got a question. Huh? Your mom wouldn't have to cook? Well, this is so she could cook better without burning it or, or having it stick to the pan, right? Yeah? Is that what you would like? You would, you would like this or you'd like your mom to cook better? I, I don't know. We're getting in sticky water right here, sticky situation, rough water. All right. Sometimes, yes, just stop talking. That's good. Good plan there. He, he loves his mom's cooking. All right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, what if this is all you got for Christmas? I guess some kids, I, it's rumored that if they're naughty, they get, get a lump of coal. You tried to do that one year for your brothers? Yeah. Now, would you take this as a gift? Huh? You would reject this as a gift? Huh? You, you wouldn't take it? What if I had a can of sauerkraut? That would have been really fun. I like sauerkraut on hot dogs. Anybody like sauerkraut on hot dogs? You know, one of the things I did not like growing up as a kid is going into grandma's and she would have sauerkraut and dumplings cooking. I couldn't handle the smell. Anybody like sauerkraut and dumplings? Yeah? Yeah, I do now, but as a kid, I did not like sauerkraut. Whoops, getting crazy here. Oh, all right. But I guess the thing is, what if, what, what, what would you like? Did you get what you like? Or those of you who've gotten open gifts? Did you get what, did, did you like those pins? You like to draw? What about you, Jude? Did you get what things you like? Hot Wheels? I like Hot Wheels. Laney? Lead the fifth? Jude? Or Gideon? What? I got gummy bears. Laney got chocolate. Oh, yummy. I like chocolate. What about you guys? Well, what, did you get something you liked? Oh, he's got it with him. Oh, cool. A Lego. Chicken. Oh, a macaw. That's wrong. Luella. Did you get anything? Yeah, it's okay. You don't have to talk. How's it going? 
Having fun? She has something she likes, plate, and uh, some silverware. Uh, she's okay for me anyway. I'm, I'm good. Uh, you know, if we had a really good gift, let's say, I don't know, what do little girls like? Dolls? That's what he said. Well, let's say you got, anybody like ponies? Let's say you got a really, really cool pony, and you look at that pony, and you're like, nah, I don't want it. Huh? It'd be like, um, that's no better than Pam, the, the spray, not the person. <laughs> right? If you had a really good gift, let's think about this. If you had one of the best gifts you've ever had, and you're like, no, I can't take it. Why would, why would you not take it? Any thoughts? Why people don't take really awesome gifts that they want, or they know that they need? Maybe they know, don't know they need it. What do you think? Making you think too much? Maybe you think, I don't deserve it. Have you ever thought that? Do you think somebody would not take a gift because they feel like they don't deserve it? It's too much? Yeah, have you ever been there? Like, well, I don't deserve that. Yeah. That's kind of a humbling feeling, isn't it? What if it's like, well... You know, I wanted a Ferrari, but not a blue one, a red one. For me, it would be a Challenger. Would that be silly? Yeah. Well, the whole thing is, when we look at the passage that we read, and I'm going to read here in a minute, kids, there's a lot of people, the perfect gift is Jesus. Heavenly Father sent a perfect gift. And not only did they reject it, but they opposed it, like, get rid of it. Get it out of here, right? Now, that's not a perfect gift. (laughs) But can you imagine that? What if the wise men were like, nah, we're not going to follow the star? What if the shepherds, when they saw those those angels declaring the glory of God, were like, yeah, whatever. Huh? Isn't that crazy? Were there people that rejected Jesus?
the knowledge of what Jesus has done. Um, I don't know where my clicker is. Anyway. <laughs> so let's turn to Luke chapter 2, 25 through 39. So we're going to continue reading on. There's the adoration of the baby. I had to get Corbin up here so everybody could see him. <laughs> But in verse 25, we see, um, well, and it starts in 21. They're going to, you know, eight days later, they're taking him to the temple. They're going to do the ritual, the the circumcision, as well as uh, just what the law had commanded them to do. In 25, as they're coming into the temple, it says, and there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. and, And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in in the Spirit into the temple, and when the, the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. So there is this word to Simeon that he would see the Lord's Messiah, his Messiah. And then what I want you to notice here, the next three verses specifically today. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all people, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which, had been, had, which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel. And for, notice this, a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phineal. Sorry, I slaughtered that name. But of the tribe of Asher, she was advanced in years and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. And then as a widow to the age of 84, she never left the temple serving night and day with fasting and prayers. At that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God and continued to speak of him to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. And the... the, what this passage speaks to us, there are many things that we can glean from it, but today the challenge again is that we are to receive the opposed Messiah as your Savior. If you have not done that, you need to do it as soon as possible. But for us who have received Him, continue to think upon His greatness. The visible reality of salvation was opposed, but must not be rejected today. And so there's three descriptive names or terms for the Lord's Christ, the Lord's Messiah, and we're going to breeze through these very quickly this morning. In verse 26, it says the Lord's Christ. Remember, Christ means Messiah. The first term is is sign or sign of salvation in verse 34 and 35 and in verse 30. The sign of salvation was opposed. That was he was a Uh, Another passage says he's a visible representation of the Godhead, right? 
that God added humanity. The Lord Jesus is fully God and fully man. And so, as he came, we we have this little baby that we all adore and we think upon his birth at this time of year, but remember that he came and was going to be opposed and rejected by men. But praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, salvation was delivered through the opposition. It was delivered through this opposition against God the Father's gift in sending His Son. This baby would be opposed. This baby, the Lord's Messiah, was sought after to be destroyed from the very beginning. In Matthew 2, 13-20, we have the account of King Herod. You know, the wise men were, were wise... They did not tell Herod, but left another way. And Joseph was warned in a dream, so he fled to Egypt. Why? Because already this baby, the Lord Jesus, was sought after to be. In Matthew 2.16, all the, the babies around Bethlehem, two years old and younger, were killed because Jesus was sought after. But through Jesus' rejection and eventual death, as He paid the price for our sins, through this opposition, we have received salvation. And so salvation is offered today, but still it is often rejected. It is often rejected. 2 Peter 3.9, again, I mentioned this last Sunday, this passage. The Lord is not slow about His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing for to repentance. We need as believers to remember that as we go through difficulties in life, the reason the Lord hasn't come again is because of some of those people we see in this world who are still rejecting Him. Our task is to continue to proclaim the glorious Gospel, to reflect the light of the love of God, and to pray that the Holy Spirit will convict the world, as He is, of sin, and that there would be Repentance. Romans 10.13 says, For whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Salvation only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the greatest gift did not come in the form of a baby, but the God-man Messiah Jesus who grew up from that baby and died upon the cross and died for us. And today as we celebrate I think we need to continue to remember his first coming because we could not have salvation if he did not come in a vulnerable state of a little infant boy. But we must remember his first coming includes 
his entire life up to the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension to the Father. You know, we may say no to sauerkraut or to some cheap gift, but we must never say no to the Lord Jesus. And many of us have placed our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, but there's moments in our lives where we're like, eh, I don't really want to follow you. Praise the Lord God for His grace. It is important for us to repent quickly and to continue to love and adore, follow and obey Him. So receive the opposed Messiah as your Savior. Receive and follow Him. The second term or phrase is the light of revelation was opposed. And really, I'm not going to get into these uh, descriptions as much as I would like to. But on the next slide, the second term, the light of revelation was opposed. 31 and 32, let me read these again. Which you have prepared in the presence of all people, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Jesus came, verse 31, for all peoples. Could you click the next slide for me? Next two, actually. The light for all people was opposed. And here we see is for the Gentiles or all people. It reminds me of John 1, the Gospel of John 1, 4 through 9, where it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it or overcome it. it. There came a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. So Lord Jesus Christ is defined or described as light. He came for all, but he was opposed. If you read the whole passage, he is God. He was involved in creating them, but rejected by them. For them, but rejected by them. For us, for us all today. The light is often rejected today. 1 Peter 2, 6 through 10 talks about how Jesus is a chief cornerstone and rejected. Jesus is rejected because people Love the darkness. John 3.19 states, This is the judgment that the light has come into the world and men love the darkness rather than the light for their deeds were evil. You know, there's a video of people in a grocery store and there's a lot of different scenarios whether they're getting asked a question and they win a prize or he, one where he wants them to give them a dollar for this box and they can have whatever's in the box. And it turns out to be a lot of money. Or there's one where I saw, I think I saw, uh, where he says, hey, if you two would kiss, you know, gets a couple, under the mistletoe, I'll give you what's this prize in this box. They just had come from a cancer treatment, an older couple, been married 54 years or something. So they kissed each other, you know, just a little peck, and he gave them this box, and it had $1,000 in it, which they needed They didn't know what was in the box. They didn't know what was in the gift. They didn't know what was in the prize. But we know what's in who Jesus is, what he has done, 
what the offer is, and there are still many people who reject him. And so the challenge for us is not only to believe in Jesus and follow him, but help others to see this, the greatness of the gift of eternal life, the greatness of the gift of the personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. But there are many who reject him today. The final term or phrase is the glory of Israel was opposed. Jesus came for Israel. He is their king. He is of the line of David, right? In 2.32, we find that the glory of Israel includes complete salvation. So when Jesus first came, he came as a suffering servant. And we've talked about that completely and totally in the past. But the reality is, yes, he came as a suffering servant, He told them he was going to suffer and die, and yet they didn't believe. But they were still not wrong to believe that he is the king because he is returning as the king who will set all things right. And he will rule for a thousand years on this earth. And so for us, we need to see that this is going to be glory to Israel. But we should receive the blessing of the glory of Israel. That is what he did to begin with, is to suffer and die, and it includes eternal life. Romans 10, 9, and 10, along with Romans 10, 13, points to the reality that we must believe with the heart and confess with the mouth. Acts 16, 31 says, They said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. All of you should believe. And so the challenge for us today, and some of you are going back to be with family. Have you already been around? Maybe you've already done the thing with extended family or friends or, or whatever. Maybe you don't get to this year. But I want to challenge you, if you're going to be around family today, if you're going to be around family in the, you know, coming up to New Year's celebration, right? If you're going to be around friends, think about the first coming of Jesus, and I want to challenge you to to strike up conversations, two or three conversations with two or three different people about Jesus and the wonderful gift of God. And you don't have to know a lot. It might just... For God so loved the world that he gave this gift, right? He gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. If you have never placed your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to challenge you to consider and receive Him today. Jesus is the perfect gift. Now, Pastor Irv tells a story about a foreign exchange student that came and they gave him some wonderful gifts and he's like, okay, they were good gifts. But when he left, he had left them behind the Christmas tree. He didn't accept them. He didn't receive them. Far greater than any physical gift today is the gift of salvation, the gift of a personal relationship with the Messiah, King Jesus. Do you have it? How about your family? They may, they may be people that should know and have believed. They may be people you've talked to before. What about your friends? Maybe they should know. Maybe they should believe. But whether they do or not, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to talk to them again, whether they're believers or not, 
about the great gift of salvation and about what God has done for us. That's the challenge. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your wonderful gift. I pray that um, you would guide our conversations today and in the week to come as we continue to celebrate. May you be glorified and may we point people to you. Not only in what we think or, or do, that is, but also in what we say. Bless each one as they go out. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. This, this time we'll have take up this morning's offering. Thank you for coming today. Hopefully, as we look at Simeon and what he had said as they were coming into the temple,